RPS, powered by SET. Hello and welcome to the 10th in a series of 14 Daft Punk podcasts in which we are taking a look at the band's second album, Discovery, track by track. Uh, it is an album I have a particular interest in uh, because I've written a book on it, uh, which is called Daft Punk Discovery, The Future Unfurled. Uh, and uh, it's via Velocity Press. I'd be very much obliged if you would buy it. And my name is Ben Cardio. I didn't say that. Uh, and today we are looking at the 10th song on Discovery, which is the Thoroughly Cosmic Voyager. I like to think of Voyager and Veridus Quo, which follows, as representing Discovery's laconic, thoughtful phase as the album enters its final third. They're ornate, instrumental tracks that continue the mournful edge of something about us, but in a slightly more indistinct fashion. Voyager, in a way, pulls off a similar trick to Superheroes, which we saw earlier, in that it's like very much a song of two parts. You've got old Daft Punk meeting new. Unlike Superheroes, though, which I have a little bit of uh, beef with, uh, as you will have heard, Voyager is genuinely gorgeous. The song's first two minutes are like an airy disco jam that is reminiscent of old glories. It's got a drum machine strut that calls back to Thomas Bangalter's Club Soda, a guitar lick reminiscent of Stardust, Music Sounds Better With You, and a rolling bass line that resembles Daft Punk's 1996 remix of Ian Pooley's Chord Memory. Um, I asked Ian Pooley about this when I interviewed him for the book, and he said... Uh, I really love Voyager because of the amazing bass line. It's the same with Chord Memory, the remix, probably played by Guy-Man. The bass line that is so thoroughly thought through from the beginning to the end and totally fascinating. So that is official. It gets the Ian Pooley seal of approval. While the drums on Voyager are the product of a drum machine, it's the kind of Daft Punk song you could imagine a band playing, a kind of proto-get-lucky from back in the days when they couldn't afford, or possibly just didn't want, the world's most elite session musicians. Talking to The Face in that famed interview uh, where they introduced Discovery and the robots and everything, Thomas Bangalter said that Voyager was an ode to the bass in the same way that Aerodynamic played homage to guitar tapping. The bass is the lead instrument in the track, and usually bass is not the lead instrument, he said, with his uh, peculiar precision. Two minutes in, uh, Voyager then flips with the introduction of an electronic harp sound that sits squarely within Discovery's sonic universe of Baroque electronics. And that harp sound also reminds me a little bit of Brandy Monica's The Boy Is Mine, which I'm pretty sure was a Daft Punk favourite. In fact, they played a two-step remix of it. Um, in their 1999 uh, Essential Selection for Radio 1. Anyway, uh, so the harp polygriff envelops the song, lifting it off into space in its dainty embrace like a benevolent alien tourist. Space, you say? Well, I say. Yes, Voyager is well-named. For children of the 70s like Thomas and Giman and, naturally, me, the word Voyager inevitably conjures images of Voyager 1 and Voyager 2, which were space probes launched by NASA in 1977, which explored the outer regions of our solar system, beaming back gorgeous images of the planets and the stars. Um, it wasn't all just all about uh, images, because the two Voyager probes carried with them a golden record that was intended to communicate the story of our world to extraterrestrials, if Voyager ever found them, or perhaps more likely, if they ever found Voyager. Uh, the record includes photos of the Earth, recorded greetings in a variety of languages, and a 90-minute selection of music, including Chuck Berry's rock classic, uh, Johnny B. Goods, Senegalese percussion, 
uh, and a selection of European classical music, including Bach, Beethoven, and Mozart, that I think fits rather snugly with Discovery's Baroque concerns. A um, rather nice crossover, I like to think. I was going to use a Voyager picture on my book sleeve, by the way, uh, until we got the actual fantastic artwork from Augusto uh, in Argentina. I've got to say, very good work on that. And keeping things nicely in the Daft Punk family, did you know that Thomas Bangalter's father, Daniel Van Gaal, wrote a spacey disco song called Voyager 2 in 1978 uh, for Starbo, and that was close to the height of Voyager fever. It is a lovely song. Uh, generally, Daniel Van Gaal's music is brilliant, actually, and I really recommend you, you check it out. Maybe start off with, with Voyager 2. Remember, too, to check out the next in our series of podcasts where we look at Voyager's laconic cousin, Veridis Quo.